This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Always. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Joanna Buddy Boy Krupnik. And I'm Brian Baby Girl Plofsky. And we're so happy you can jump into the minds of Moria, I mean Mandalore, to be with us today. (laughs) Good one, because today in the Nerdverse, we are celebrating Boonta in Mos Eisley and giving you our instant reactions to Chapter 18 of The Mandalorian, The Bad Batch, and Episode 8 of The Last of Us. You may be thinking, how do I ensure I don't miss all these great new episodes? First of all, thank you for calling them great. And second, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. And now, before we begin every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We're going to be spoiling Bad Batch, Mando, The Last of Us. We will not be spoiling anything after this episode. So I, if you haven't played the video games or don't know how this all ends or season two goes, we will not be spoiling that. This is your spoiler alert alert. Um, and now that we've gotten that done, it's time to enter Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet, and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week, we're headed into the Star Wars sector of the Nerdverse. All right, Joanna. Mm. uh, What a lovely passport you have. Eight stamps in Star Wars stamps. Wait, I can't make this out. What stamp is this? I'm so sorry. Um, This is eight... Um, eight, I should have thought of this, eight, <laughs> um, eight astromech, uh, no, eight Jawa stolen pieces that then get put back, eight Jawa Great. stolen pieces that j- then get put back. Excellent. What about you? What was this, what uh, is this that I'm seeing here? It's, uh, oh yeah, let me, let me, hold on, I'm just, let me, it's still drying. <laughs> Um, these, these are, um, these are robot eyeballs. Oh, creepy. Actually, the one thing arguably that's not a robot is the eye. That's like the living remnant of that thing. So it's that. Um, Cool. But so we're going into the Star Wars nerd verse, but I think let's start with Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, I really liked this week's episode. I don't know why there, I mean, like they were just like holding out on us or something. I don't know. They seem to be getting better. I didn't miss the batch themselves at all. Actually, we got Crosshair. Mm -hmm. Uh, Never thought I'd start to like Crosshair again because he's kind of a dick. Um, So that was really great. It really reminded me of that Rebels episode. Um, Oh, God. And I always remember the name, but I forgot it. When Callus gets stranded with... um, Zeb. Zeb. I love that episode. And that was... that's obviously far superior to this episode of the bad yeah, but yeah. it would, I don't know the two people stranded kind of from different like thought process, like, you know, different 
mm-hmm. ideals about things, and yet Crosshair comes through. So what, what did you think? I love this episode. Uh, I'm really happy with how this season has kind of made a turn uh, where we're getting a little bit more introspective than just like, you know, flavor of the week. Um, I, I really am more invested in Crosshair's redemption arc, like way more. Um, I did not miss the Bad Batch, same as you. I did not miss Omega. I just feel like Crosshairs is a more adult storyline that they're processing for us, whereas the Bad Batch is still kind of toned down, and that's totally fine. Um, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to all of them overlapping and connecting as this season moves on. But quite frankly, I really enjoyed this episode. I I liked last week's episode. Um, I'm, I'm happy that we're back in Crosshairs world. You know, I, I wonder what is being done to him um, at the end of the episode. But I've always, I always love seeing a good like clone troop, you know, uh, in general. Um, and uh, I'm just like super, super, super interested to see where the rest of this season goes. And if it's more storytelling like this one, I'm all in. Yeah, I didn't really think we'd get a. a I mean, it's Disney, so I thought we would maybe get a, uh, you know, a. Um, a new arc a, what is the word that i'm thinking not revelation a uh i don't a, know a re you know re assessing Hash? of crosshair no oh, no like oh, oh. um you know when his character gets redeemed uh like a redemption arc is, a redemption arc. yeah i didn't think we were gonna get one for crosshair though it does make sense that we do so yeah i'm like all right so yeah I, i'm interested in that for sure yeah i, I look forward to the moment when he like apologizes to them or whatever happens and he kind of joins the crew again you yeah. know because they are down echo so you know they'll they'll get another crosshair in there but yeah we'll see what 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 happens i'm definitely I'm, i wouldn't say i'm like itching for the next episode but like i'm definitely not going to treat it like background fodder next week no i'm not doing that anymore i don't think because yeah it's all been pretty good so far yeah, and and you know, I I wait to watch Mandalorian uh, for lunch so I can watch it with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so like that's a perfect morning. I wake up in the morning, I like eat my you know yogurt or eggs or whatever, and I watch Bad Batch, and it's it's nice. And then I go to work, and then at lunch I watch um, you know Mr. Din. Speaking of Din, shall we talk a, Mandalorian? Yeah, man, what a week between this pretty good Bad Batch episode, this Mandalorian episode, and this Last of Us episode, which we'll get to later. Like, home runs across the I board, know. right? It, what, what did you think of this bad boy? Uh, I'm just, like, we've already wiped the Mandalore and the Living Water stuff, like, out the way. I'm like, oh, yeah. we're doing... And it's, like, a relief almost, because though I care about it, it's, like, so so obvious that you know, that was where there was a build to the fact that we did it in episode two. And of course there's like going to be a little bit more after this, but like, Holy crap. So that's amazing. So much of the trailer already knocked out. So it's so much surprise now going forward. Um, what I completely forgot that could happen was, was what happened, which is that Bo could be wrong and Din could be right about Amanda, a Mandalore. So yeah, this was, and and just to get, I know it's so dumb, but like to get Grogu in a capacity that like we know he's not going anywhere, he's not <clears throat> did not trying to pawn him off on some other yeah, Jedi. Like yeah. we just he's just his son now, and of course I I always fear when he's in peril, but I know he of knows course. how to use the Force now, and it's like, and now now I'm just now it's just like Grogu. I'm just like light it up. Just give me all the <laughs> subtitles. 
you know, give me Grogu wines, Grogu sputters. Like just, I, I'm just in Cooing, love. yeah, Cooing, totally. all of it. What did you think? Uh, I thought this episode was great. I was wildly shocked that we got to Mandalore so quickly. And that I, we did the Living Waters too. I know. Like truly shocked. Also, same as you. I It never even crossed my mind that this would be like more of like a Bo-Katan um, like changing her tune over a Mando changing his tune type right. of thing. We'll see how this plays out. Don't get me sure, wrong. Sure, sure, they sure. may come to an, 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 an understanding in between because maybe them um, – Maybe them seeing the mythosaur, uh, you know, below there will actually like bring them to the center because then she can like relate a little bit more of her yeah, culture of to him on her side. Um, you know, we got the nice shout out to the moon uh, in which the Concordia. Death Watch was uh, was yep. banished to and where he grew up. We got some shout outs to her talking about her dad and her family. I was hoping for a sister comment. We did not get one. Oh, um, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Pete. Um, Satine. <laughs> um, but man, seeing Bo, I loved that when I love that we got to see. So I'm of two sides of this episode. On one side, I think this episode was a little bit too repetitive. Mm. Um, I think we just got like go to go to we'd go to Tatooine. Fine, I, I, I she's amazing in that role. Pelimoto um, still Pelimoto, missing her tooth. MVP. Just the way she talked Jawaese to the Jawas, yep. the way she was cheating that Rodian, like His I just love it all. Jumping. Oh into yeah, her where'd, arms. Where, where'd you learn that? Like she's wonderful, so cute, and maybe uh, his first word. Yeah, I I didn't love. I don't believe that Mando would have been conned or hassled by her about the droid. I thought it, I thought that that didn't work for me. I think that him just like accepting the fact that like this is the droid he's giving her is totally fine. But like he's like I thought you said this droid was and then she's like yeah yeah and, like closes the 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 Oh yeah yeah. I, I, I guess didn't... I was just like he he's like well at least at least I can see that like this droid is going to go is going to like want to come and then he was like wait he doesn't even want to you know, come with me or whatever. I, yeah, I guess I was just like, he's not going to get that part. Think of how that thing, uh, um, IG-11, freaking Terminator, like, it's a long journey to get that yeah. thing back. Although I feel bad now because I thought we were bringing IG not only to scope out the terrain, but to, like, be a nurse droid and, like, be a pal and be a friend. Mm -hmm. No, he wanted him to just go and take a freaking air test on behalf of not poisoning din and grogu and that was his only function so in that regard i'm like then take the astromech yeah. of course that was a little weird um and then I, i'm trying to look it up right now is that the droid in uh a new hope that was almost going to get bought by owen lars oh i i don't know that's that's Mm, TBD. that's beyond my passports but that, yeah i mean i know it's a similar it's like a r4 i think that's an r4 droid uh <laughs> r, i think chopper is also an r4 if i'm not mistaken it's the same model but i don't know if it's actual wouldn't that be fun though if it was it's um r5d4 that's the one in mando yeah, it, it is. I'm right. Astromech droid originally <gasps> sold to Owen Lars on Tatooine, oh, immediately malfunctions and replaced by R2-D2. The droid is currently owned by Din Djarin in hopes of exploring Mandalore. Oh, that's it is so the same cool. One. Okay, so we've seen that oh, droid I before. That. I just wanted to confirm. So whew, I still have my nine <laughs> stamps. <laughs> yes, that is really cool. I, I that, that makes that enriches the episode even more yeah. then. 
Um, well, but then so then he goes to he goes to Mandalore, uh, explores teaches, it, teaches our little Grogu along the way. Yes, about the things that we know and love, and now and Grogu the things knows that he may them. have to repeat in about five minutes. I know, I know. <laughs> um, and then and then Grogu go and then like he gets trapped. That we watch them go down. Grogu gets trapped. Excuse me. Mando gets trapped. Grogu has to go back to Bo. Then Bo is to go to the planet. Bo is to go down. Like, I felt it to be very, like, logistically repetitive. I don't think the episode, outside of the one thing I'll mention, I don't know if the episode did enough to show the differences of how Mando executes things and how Bo-Katan does things. Like, I think that would have been more interesting to say, like, this is how Mando goes about this. This is how Bo-Katan goes about this. The only, the the true difference is that when Mando takes out the Darksaber, it's still heavy. He's still not, you know, one with it. But when Bo uses it, she uses it with one hand. Like, Uh, this is her weapon. Yeah. um, that sequence of her fighting with her like um with her um gauntlet Shields. shield yeah. um and with the with the um dark saber was thrilling absolutely yeah. thrilling it, it really i i hope didn't saw that out of his like the corner of his eye that like that girl can wield <laughs> the corner of his helmet that, yeah that sword i think i agree with you it was kind of for me it was just like as like an OCD person, I was like, this is very convenient. It's like, this is the path you take. And then you go back and get Bo. And then you do the path again. But this sure. time you have Grogu. And it's like, so I didn't mind that. And I, of course, Grogu, just anytime, I don't even mind. But I like saying this to the time spent between Bo and Grogu, just because it's yeah. like a new person to interact with him. Totally. And of course, we did get some really fun conversation along the way. But yeah, it definitely was like, we've, it would have been probably great if we just, you know, they they were in the ship together and then we just are down at the base of Mandalore. We don't have to see them like jump off the exact same way and like fight off the exact same. Yeah, like, there were differences for sure. Th- yeah. Three eyed centaur thing. Um, but yeah, I think that was really, really cool. Um, I just yeah, I, I uh, love when Mando gets incapacitated and we just get to see more of Grogu using that force. It's so good on him now. Yeah. Here's a question for you. When Din gets chapped, when, when Mando gets captured, do we think the blood thing was anything of note? Ooh, because that was so creepy. I was like, like, did it stop? Did you cut that off, please? Can we remove that from his neck? Yeah. Like, so my question is, does that matter? Or was that just something like weird to show? You know what I'm I mean? guessing the, I don't know, and I I didn't think much of it until you mentioned it. I think it's because you know how you see the empty helmets. I think that this thing is like just drains its victims, and that's the food it eats, and then it just okay. leaves the Beskar behind. Oh God, I hope it's not some crazy cloning Palpatine. No, <laughs> just, that, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah okay. that's what I'm assuming because that's like how I mean, very much like you know the um like Shiva in uh, in. Lord of the Rings, like this is, you know, it wraps its victims and right, then it right. drains. Yeah, yeah. Um, Minds of Moria, also, but also. Every uh, time she Sheila. said Minds of M, I like heard Moria in my head. <laughs> I mean, it really was. Yeah. Big spider and all. Um, yeah, so I thought that I, oh my God, Grogu's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Grogu's just so cute. His little flashlight and his <laughs> oh, little. Oh, yeah. And all of his, his, he sputtered so much. Like when she was like, this is, you know, 
you know, I, do you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? He's like, sputter. Yeah. <laughs> I just love his little <clears throat> attitude. Um, do you think, so when we saw in the first episode, the ritual in the water with the young boy who everyone, of course, thinks is Din and then it's not. Right. At first, my thought was we're seeing this because later we'll see this again and maybe it'll be with Grogu. <clears throat> yeah, sure. So that we get used to what it looks like. But maybe it was just for this moment today when he goes into the water. Or it could be in thirds. Maybe the third time yeah. is it comes through with Grogu like you had previously mentioned. And I keep, do you have this impulse that like he's going to take his helmet off like a billion times and he and he doesn't? And then you're like, <laughs> you're right, because he wouldn't. Yeah. But, like the pog juice. And like when he goes into the water, I'm like, can yeah. we take off <laughs> the helmet? Dude, you're about to go go in the water. You can take it off as many times as you want now. So we're assuming that when he walks into the water, he just steps off the ledge by accident because he doesn't know how deep it is or he's pulled in. I thought the mythosaur pulled him down. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's what I think. Or, yeah, I don't know. The mythosaur is really nowhere to be found almost instantaneously when Bo goes down there, which is why it is weird because he was just pulled down and then Bo's like, oh, and she dives right in and it's like yeah. five minutes before she sees anything. But I think that's what we're supposed to believe unless like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I I think that's what I thought when it first happens. I thought, oh, shit, something pulled him down. Um, yeah. And now I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, uh, oh, something else I wanted to bring up before we get into the mythosaur and all that stuff is I, I just wanted to point out that aside from the flashbacks in I forget what season it was in. Was it in Mando or whatever it is? Um Besides the flashbacks of what happened to Mandalore, this is the first time we've seen Mandalore live action, like the city. And like when she flies over the city and then she goes to the Citadel outside of the city and underneath it, like, like this is the first time we've seen it outside of really the flashbacks, which are like very brief. And then of course, um, uh, man, uh, 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 Clone Wars Rebels. and Rebels. Yeah, I know. I wrote, I wrote, whoa, old Mandalore. So many memories. Yeah, it, we saw <laughs> it so much in animated form. Um, and it really, it's remarkable because I don't know if I knew like the geography, like how you go in, like you go under stuff to get to it. I knew mm -hmm, it was yeah. deep and I knew that you like, because they all just jetpack everywhere. But um, it, yeah, it, that was so cool. The ruins, very Minds of Moria, because we see that like in its prime in Rings mm -hmm. of Power, but then we see it all dilapidated in um, the newest, the trilogy, the Peter Jackson trilogy. So yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I'm just so curious, like she's been in the living waters before. Why is the Mysticizor coming now? I'm also curious what Din's plan is. Is he going to like bring back, is the water that, the armor is always pouring or the liquid she's always pouring in when she's doing Beskar magic. Is that living water? That would water? be my assumption. That so would be my guess. So is he going to bring some back? Like what's his plan? I mean, he, I, I he don't has know. to have proof. Yeah. He's got to have proof. Bo-Katan has now seen the mythosaur. But the thing is, I here's, here's something that I also think. And she knows the water, the air is not poisoned anymore. Right. Also, there's a lot of things about this episode. One, I thought that Bo-Katan was going to get 
the dark saber in this episode in some ways because like that guy that that bug you know the thing or that robot yeah. bug took the light the dark saber off of him threw it on the ground and then Bo picks it up similarly to how um, Sabine found it um, on Dothmere wherever she found it um, and um, and and now she's the she's the dark saber holder like I'm wondering if that is. But then, but then Din gets it back. So that was confusing to me. Oh, I just, I don't understand the rules of the dark saber anymore. I thought I did, but now I don't. I That's frustrating. Um, I think. The other, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go for it. I think she just feels as though she has done enough with it that hasn't been the correct way, and so now she's like, I just need to earn it, and somehow everyone needs to know that I did. But I did think that when he was putting it back in his like holster when he was getting dressed after she rescues him and like brings him up to the other higher levels that he was going to be like, you know, you really, you're better with this thing. Just take it. Like, I know I didn't, you didn't earn it, but like, cause I just, you know, you see him put it away and it's like, didn't you can't even use that thing, but maybe he just knows she won't take it even if I offer it. Yeah, no, I think that's interesting. Um, Yeah. I'm fascinated by that. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that like, I don't know, Bo has lost faith in the culture of the Mandalore, but it's all she knows. She grew up in it. I think it's on purpose. Her father told her stories of the Mythosaur. Her sister became queen. You know, she ruled Mandalore during its major fall. You know, like all of this. And I think she's lost a lot of faith in Mandalorian culture and all of that. And and she also has horrible memories of the Death Watch and all of that. And that's a whole nother conversation. But like her seeing the Mythosaur is not necessarily her believing him like but like believing in the history and culture of Mandalore again and like her her actively trying to restore Mandalorian culture might have been instigated by that you know that sighting, sighting. um i'm i'm interesting to see how she relays that to din once he's like conscious yeah i i also think that that's probably the point of that kind of wasn't awkward but that that moment when they're walking uh all down to the the waters and he stops in his tracks when she says like you know he died protecting mandalore talking about her her father and she and he stops and he's like this is the way and i'm like okay and it was weird but i think that that's him being like that's what we all would do would have done should do like we are all one those of mandalore so i think that maybe that's reaffirming what's to come which is like there is something to be said for us all coming together mm-hmm. it's just that that dark saber complicates things a lot but i think you're right i think it's kind of shocking that this is the first that they've seen of this mythosaur because she's been in the water too i don't know it's it's bizarre but <laughs> yeah, there but is she a lot was of in the water there. as a yeah, but she was in the water as a kid. That was so long ago. You know what I mean? Like it was when Mandalore was prosperous and the Mythosaur maybe wasn't needed then or they never explored down there. I don't know. There's like a lot yeah. of different ways to take that, um, obviously. Um, I did like when Bo-Katan does say, um, you know, no one even remembers why we're in fighting anymore. All we know is that it made us weaker for the Fist of the Empire, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that- so what do you think is next? I don't know because like 
what's the point of going to Navarro to try and get IG-11 if that doesn't happen? Like, is that still a thread? Is that a dead thread? Like, that felt like wasted time in the first episode. Mm. One, I don't know if we're going back. At some point, we are going back there because the Pirates thing is going to come back up. I think that they showed us uh, Navarro in in all of its splendor to show us Navarro in all of its, like, plunder later. So I do think that there's something that we will return to Navarro and it actually may be like in bad shape because yeah. of the, because the pirate threat. Yeah. The pirate threat's not going away. That would be really strange. I'm just curious if when they get out of the water, she's like, all right. So I saw the mythosaur down there. You were right. Do they go like, what are they supposed to, I forget. Are they supposed to go slay it? They're supposed to ride it. Right. I think like, so. Did, that, doesn't I, that... the legend go that like the truest Mandalorian can ride the mythosaur and carry the dark saber or something. I'm bad on my lore. I should have looked this up, but I was so excited just to see it. I yeah, want to see. Just, I want to see the scale too. How big it is. We also just watched this. Um, yes, that's true. So, um, I guess any other thoughts while I kind of look at this? Um, no, I just think Grogu is the cutest thing ever. I'm curious if he is going to be like a audio auditory, like if he's going to speak as the show goes on or if he's not this is not like his um but he's not going to be a talker and we're just going to get the two of them knowing how to communicate with one another which is clearly already starting to happen like he when when grogu makes a sound mando's like no no i'm going to do this instead like they're definitely communicating um but i'm really curious if we're going to get words from grogu and if i'll be okay with that i actually thought about that during this episode in terms of like or is he just going to be this age? You, know, you can't age him up. You know what I mean? You might, you have to, you have to like, right. ha- time has to pass, you know? But, you know, droids don't talk and we or not in our line in basic. So we, and we're fine, you know, people all over Star Wars, all the characters know how to talk to them and we know what they're saying through the people that do speak basic. Right. So maybe it'll just, he'll just be a non basic speaking creature. But I'm curious, you know, he takes that oath he can't take that oath if he doesn't speak the oath. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm very, very curious. Yeah, it, he can uh, think it. I was also just like, Mando, you're going to take off your little ratty, tatty cloak. Can you take off your helmet too? Like, just take off. I think that's because we see so much Pedro, and I, I'm okay not seeing him now because I get to see him, although only one more week of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, just, dude, just take I want to see Pedro. I want to see him act. It's incredible how much he can do with the mask. His mask work is amazing. But her mask work is amazing too in this, especially that last shot. You could like see her surprise and awe after she pulls yes. him out, like in that final yes. shot of the episode. Yes, this is true. Though she we've learned her more because she's out of the mask so often. That, oh, that's a very good point. You, that's but so totally true. I just like I want and I also I've been like I've been obsessively watching Pedro walk in The Last of Us to learn his gait because I really want to know if it's him in the suit. Because I I really think it is a lot of the time. And there hasn't been much combat this season. So I know that they're paying him to be the voice. I know that he goes into the studio to do ADR or whatever. But it's kind of crazy if it's a 50-50 split of somebody else in the suit and him at home in the studio. Mm-hmm. I think it's him a lot because you have to act with the dialogue. 
They, yeah. they go well together, and he's cast in the role. So I just, I just want someone to tell me how often he's in the suit. But I, think I know, he's in it a I lot. know. What's his work schedule? Because he like? has bow legged, and the gait is kind of the same. I've been like yeah, studying. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's pretty high in general. Um, really? So I found it. So yeah, I would, I would guess. So in the book of Boba Fett, the armorer tells Din. Um, the song of eons past foretold of the mythosaur rising up to herald a new age of Mandalore. So I think Bo uh-huh. sees this as like, this is the new age of Mandalore. And um, those remaining can buy, bound together, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bind together. Yes, exactly. So I think that that's, you know, she's, I think that that's okay, something. So this too. is the sign. This will be the sign of a new age, just which further shows what we kind of think is going to happen, which is like a new wave of Mandalore. The younger generation will say, let's call them the younger generation, the younger generation, you know, doing it right, like working together to rebuild somehow, somewhere Mm -hmm. and like getting along. Hopefully the dark saber is involved as well. I'm sure maybe Bo becomes a bad, I I, I don't like, or, or she's an adversary. I don't know. They work together. We'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm now that we've kind of like done so much in the first two episodes, like, We've got like six episodes left. Like, what? Don't where are we that. going? Don't say that. It's like, no, I mean, not like in enough. a good way. Like, where are we going? Oh, that's I, exciting. That's a bad thing. I know. No, that's just true. I, I really think I'm not going to like have crazy expectations, but I really think there's a very strong choice now that we've already done this. We are going to get an introduction to the live action Sabine in this show. That's my theory. It makes sense. Do you sense. think that they're going to connect this more to the Ahsoka series? Yeah, I think they definitely will do that because they sort of did that before with Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't fair. think that we can justify Thrawn or Ezra yet, even though we got Pergos. No. I just think that at least getting to know one more character going into Ahsoka, and this one makes sense because of the Saber, because of the Mandalore, because she's around and because she would be a perfect person to be in the lead with Bo and Jin for this new era with the Mythosaur, you know, heralding it in of the Mandalore. So this seems likely, but yeah, it's just my theory. I, I'm, I'm into that. I'm just and not. I lose I'm my so, mind when it happens. Oh yeah. Big time. Uh, man, I just need to, I, I think the last episode in my personal opinion, I think the last episode of this season of the Mandalorian, we're going to get, um, we're going to get an Ahsoka trailer. Oh, or oh, like, or like at least the last cutscene, the way we got Boba Fett at the end of Mandalorian. That, yeah, that's my yeah. guess. Mm, yeah, cool. I I like how they tried to like slip in a Boba Fett reference in this episode too. I was like, nice try. We don't care. Wait, who? Um, uh, when Pelimoto like says, oh, "Are you here to <laughs> to outrun?" Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Excuse me. What was I thinking? Robert Fettuccini. Robert um, Fettuccini. <laughs> yes. I yeah. just, you know, it, it would. I was like, nice try. We don't care. Yeah. Um, but no, it, again, this show is not as, as well written or as cinematic in the way that The Last of Us is when you're putting these two side by side. Or even Andor. I know, <laughs> no, it's just, oh, of definitely not. It's not in that echelon. It's different. And it's, yeah, yeah. it's a much more satisfying of a sweet tooth. And But like, definitely. I don't care. Grogu just like... Just let me bathe. And his little Mithril, his little Beskar, little chain I know. mail. So well, cute. yeah, he's wearing Mithril in the Mines of Moria. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Uh, let's talk uh, The Last of Us. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Oh so if you haven't listened to this before, uh, Joanna is watching the playthrough after she watches the episode. So she's trying to catch up. I've already seen and know all oh, of The up, Last of Us. But I'm just not yeah. going ahead on purpose. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So I guess... How did you feel about this episode and where are you in the playthrough right now? Uh, well, first I want to say written by Craig Mazin, directed by Ali Abbasi. Uh, also, according to Warner Brothers via Variety, 8.1 million viewers for this last episode. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. It is a big deal. Now, again, can't really, you know, who knows what these calculations are. But, I mean, it's a hit for sure. Um, okay. What did I think of this episode? This episode was incredible. <laughs> I mean, I have watched the reunion at the end between the two of them like 45 times. I can't <laughs> get enough of the two seconds of dialogue, most of which is just repeating itself with the baby girl thrown mm. in. With I the watch, and you see the watch. Yes, and you see the watch. It's just so, oh, it's so good. Okay, so where I am in the playthrough is the... I, I actually did go ahead just because, and I got to tell you, I don't know what I'm going to do after this next episode, this finale, because I have this opportunity to know what happens. <laughs> and I just, I don't know that I'm going to be able to wait for season two. So I'll be curious if I can, if I do season two, knowing what happens in the game could be different um, mm -hmm. because I just don't, depending on how they end it, I don't know that I'll be able to hold off for God knows how long. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, I am through where we are in the show, in the game, plus like, you know, sunshine the next day type thing. So I know like, I well, it's all revealed in the upcoming, um, but so like I'm in that setting, but then I was like, okay, turn right. off, turn off, turn off. So yeah, this episode was amazing. Obviously, Troy Baker, we get yes. as James, really mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, and really his fun. little chat at the... Um, you know, inside the episode was great. He just, it has, yeah. he loved his death and that was great. Um, obviously, I mean, just general thoughts, like this is a dark, dark episode. I like it. I think it's handled so better than you just get just more meat. No pun intended <laughs> on the bone than you do in the game. And of yeah. course there's clickers and there's a whole, there's lots of there. They bond more through killing infected yeah. in the game and this I was just a chat that. i would say interesting yeah well give me your thoughts yeah sure i thought this was a great episode and i think that this is a an, um, man the way that they're building ellie from the ground up is spectacular because in the first episode you see her smile when joel like jumps at the guard and protects her and then you know you have her getting a little bit of enjoyment from like you know killing that um uh, that uh, clicker in the hearts. basement and then, yep. you know, and then shooting the people and then like wanting to learn the gun and all of that. She admires Tess. Like you're building up all these things to this, this vicious moment where she just like destroys David. And like the only thing that can bring her back to earth is Joel's like embrace. Um, and, and, and I wonder if it really will, but yes, it does. Right. Soothe. I mean, um, I'm just talking about up through this episode. <clears throat> yes, um, yes, yes, right. yes. Um, and uh, so I, I think that's amazing. Um, 
I think the acting in this was amazing. I think that uh, Joel is brutal in this episode, especially with the um, uh, I got a lot of anxiety um, from Ellie not knowing like how much penicillin to give him. Like, oh, my how, God. Like, like, how much do you Nurse fill it up? corner with she, Ellie doesn't. I know. I, I, <laughs> she didn't click the air bubbles out of it. She like how much. <laughs> anyway, um, but it, it worked well. Uh, Joel being brutal was amazing. The Joel interrogation scene where he's like, I'm, I'm not going to tell you no matter what. He's like, it's okay. I believe the other guy. And he, and he oh. pipes him like with and the knife in the knee. All that was amazing. Um, Things I really liked about this episode, I really liked how much they built up David and how much not only did they give him more of a backstory and him from going from a teacher to a preacher truly was disgusting and like very good in terms of how they built that up. Um, I thought the way that they revealed uh, the um, cannibal aspect of it was excellent. Um, I thought that the extended scene with Ellie in the jail where they actually vocalize the violent thing was really great. Um, uh, the only, only thing I have two gripes, if you will, about this episode. The first one is I did miss the more of the clicker bonding at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the episode, because I think that would have potentially added some more layers to uh, David and Ellie's conversation um, you know, in, in, in both of them yeah. in general. And we haven't seen clickers thing. in a while, so yeah, it's that's about true. time we get some. <laughs> the second thing that I wanted more of, I, in the game, and this is, I don't think this actually matters. In the game, there's a little bit more taunting and back and forth in the in the fiery set piece um, at mm. the end. Um, and this one was kind of pretty straightforward, which was totally fine. I may have wanted a little bit more back and forth tension at the end. Um, but this worked very fine with the outcome they were going for. And, but actually I have a third gripe. I don't believe that the town would ignore this burning building. There was nobody else there, like nobody else. It was just the like bad guys, not like the random villagers. So in my opinion, I was like the real, the realism of that, like was a little lost on me, but like none of that took away from the emotional beats of this episode knocks out of the park. Well, there's this episode is laced in also a ton of religious symbolism. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I let I let the fires, you know, go. It's cold outside, so it's probably very contained. And like since it was their like church or whatever, maybe just like no one's using it at the time. But yeah, I think all in all, like the not knowing David's deal until it slowly builds through the episode was mm-hmm. really great. Like because I knew from the trailer of the week before, you're tipped off that something sinister is going on. So if anything, I was pissed I saw that because I honestly would have thought that he was totally fine. You don't really think he's totally fine because of how he handles uh, the first scene when he slaps the girl. And like, yeah, yeah, you can tell this is classic, like, you know, a person of God versus a charlatan. And, you know, t- with the food, for instance, when you see that his plate is like, brimming with food and everyone out with one of their townspeople and one and everyone else is like starving like that's classic i mean it's one thing if everyone's eating and like grandpa gets the biggest piece of chicken right but everyone also gets to eat as much as they want he is taking food off their plates as you know the leader of this you know, group. So mm-hmm. it definitely starts to unravel. He's, he's really good with Ellie at the start. I mean, he really draws her in. He kind of knows he has her when she's like 
okay, but seriously, like what, yeah. you know, what's your deal? What's all this about? And, I mean, I, I, two things. One, his perversion saves her. Yeah. Like him, him, you know, classic. I want her alive. Yeah. Don't you know, you just kill them if you don't want them to hurt you. Right. But then the flip side of that is maybe the guys wanted to put her out of her misery because they knew what she what was in store. It's for possible. Her. I thought you know? of that as well. I, I, I get the sense, though, that, well, I also I, I I thought about that. And then I thought, well, maybe James just like doesn't want to be because she'll clearly be number two or number one and a half, you know, he wants to possess her. He wants, yes. it's sexual, but it's also just like, he's drawn to her in just little creepiest yeah. way. But he, you know, and he sees himself in her, which violent hearts, like I get it. But, you know, here's this, you see this, this town of these like terrified people who have no backbone. And then, you know, he see, he runs into this girl in the woods. Who's like, almost seems totally fearless. And he's, mm-hmm. I get it. So, yeah, I thought of that too, but um, I don't know. Well, I guess it's, it would have been more powerful if he had li- James had lived to share that information. But since he died, right, but, I feel like he didn't want to spare her. And he killed like, the, the horse. So, like, he got what he deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love how in terrifying. the um, inside the episode – uh, they showed you how they did it with the fake horse, just to like we're just making sure that you know. I, know. I still, I still would have liked to see them actually <laughs> do the thing, but yes, that was very. I was like, oh, good, thanks, guys, mm-hmm. thanks. It's a fake horse. I get it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just you know we're not in Lone Wolf and Cub. We're in like Wolf and Wolf now. Yeah. Also, I think it's very notable that so far Doomsday Preppers and communism, only thing that really works. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, freedom fighters, the, the people do not work. Forms mm-hmm. of what's left, remnants of the government, does not work. Religious groups, heretics, does not work. What works is communism. Communism and uh, and doomsday. Yeah, <laughs> that's very funny. So, something I do want to talk about is the uh, and stop here if you don't if you don't watch these, but the next on uh, the preview for next episode. Uh, so I didn't, they didn't have it on in the, when I watched the episode and I was like, oh, maybe it's because it's the finale and they don't want to like tell you anything. But then it was online when I rewatched the episode. So I did see it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. The one thing that stood out to me in the episode, in the, in the next on, which does not spoil anything. Uh, but if you don't want to know anything, then don't, is that Ashley Johnson was finally in the trailer, um, who played, who plays Ellie in the original game. Um, oh, was she in the trailer? I couldn't, I don't know. Was she like second. sitting against a wall? Okay. She's the one that it looks like her. in the woods. And then she's the one against the wall when the clicker's coming to get coming in. Okay. Yes. I didn't Maya's, catch that, but I, I love her. Yeah. So the assumption is that I, we know for a fact, again, spoilers, just in case we know for a fact that I believe she's playing, uh, Ellie's mom in flashbacks. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Cool. I think that's that's new. That's not in the game. Um, so I don't even know any of this stuff. Um, <clears throat> well, we so, still don't know her deal and how she would be immune. So this no, would no. be in, that we, we got to get that intel, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm I wish stop. Joel would have. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I'm going to stop there. What do you think is going to happen? But I want to hear what you wish Joel would have done. I wish Joel would have dragged those bodies hanging out uh, to be eaten out in the street just to like show Yes, when you go find David and he is completely unrecognizable because Ellie has taken mm-hmm. a cleaver to his face, he deserved to die because you all have been, look, look what you've been dealing with. So I kind of wanted that. 
it did make me think when she was going after him at the end, it was very much reminiscent of those that second episode with Joel when Joel goes ham on the Fedra guy and she's like into it. Um, yeah. I just, I also want to say that I loved that he, the, her backpack, obviously, you know, we talked about this last week, like the things they carry, the talismans, yeah. all these things. It's like all they have. He really just has the watch. Um, I'd love to know what's in yeah. his bag too, but he has the watch. She has her bag with all these tokens from various people in her life and things that matter to her. And the fact that he finds it and like hobbles through the snow with it, it was just like, it was just beautiful. And yeah. of course, I mean, I, I just want it. We have to talk about the reunion. First of all, I love, of course, what they said after the episode where in the game, he rescues her in that moment in this, she, she deals with it on her own. And then he rescues her in a, in a, in an emotional capacity, which I think is stronger, mm -hmm. but like the two of them, just what a great scene. And to hear that baby girl, when the last time we heard it was episode one, cause I went back and rewatched it when Sarah is dying. Mm -hmm. he, he says it over and over again, baby girl, come here. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's okay. It's okay. I lost my mind. I, I, it was just so effective. I, and of course, yes, lingering. We see that watch like so much in that shot. It was just, oh, it was so good. Yeah. And that little moment at the beginning when there, when she like lays against him, when she's With doing her terrible, you know, distilling. Oh, of penicillin. The penicillin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derived yeah. from fungi, I might add. Um, when Wait, she's penicillin like laying is? next. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Um, when she's laying next Funny. to him. That's uh -huh, I didn't know uh -huh. that. Um, she's lying next to him and like his head, did you notice that his head like falls into hers? It's just like drawn there. Yeah. It's uh -huh. so good. I just, I also and she love... does great things. She's learning so much from him. All the stuff that I she know. does in the earlier parts of the episode. I do love the part of the, the, the show where uh, she puts the knife on him and like, there's that close shot of them together. Cause like, she's that's like... the kid. But that's the kiss or kill zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a, like that's where you love somebody and can get close to them and emotional, or like that's where you like you like have to be intense with them and like th 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 amazing, just so good. Amazing. So as to what to expect, I I have so no. You don't idea. know what happens. What do you think happens? Okay, so the only thing I I Ellie they are prepping Ellie for a a a groaner more savage Ellie. So I think she, she sticks around is all I'll say that I think, cause they've talked about this. Um, what I don't know, I, I, we see that they, they are going to make it to Salt Lake or wherever they're headed for, for this cure to make the cure. I don't know. I, I, I don't think we can lose Joel because then it's just the Ellie. I, I don't, I mean, not no shots at Bell Ramsey. I just don't know what the show will be. That second game is supposed to be so epic and almost more than just a season's worth. Craig Mazin has said, even though I think they're still going to try to do it into one. I just think it can't be missing Joel. And so I'm more concerned about the two of them. I don't know their fates in terms of the cure. I, I, I have no idea. I'm trying to guess. I mean, I can guess something goes wrong and oh well. And then they have to like deal with that. I, I, I can guess that Joel's like, we don't need to do this. Let's just go back to Jackson. 
I sincerely don't think that she, Ellie at this point, after what's just happened, she's like, we've been through this. I'm not going to stop now. I don't know if we're going to see more fireflies. Do we get Marlene back? I have no idea. But I really wish you would just tell me if Joel's going to live. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you that. But I can't watch it if he dies, Brian. I really can't. <sighs> I'm going to ask you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you anything either way. Well, then I'm if, just going to watch the game. Well, here, here's what I'll ask you to do. Okay. I want you to wait. Watch the finale next week. Finish the game one. And then you're, if you want to watch all of game two, then go for it. Because we're not getting that season for another two years. Right. So we are up to, like, I don't know how much left is in the gameplay, this but is the are end we, of the we are kind of, yeah. Okay. So this, so we haven't seen anything from the next game, just like in a weirder order like this. No, no, we didn't get this a is, scene. Okay. This is no, this is the first game. It's entirely paced with the, the game. The first okay. game and the DLC. <sighs> God, it's a good show and I'm going to freaking miss it. And I'm just so, I've been so inundated with Pedro videos on Instagram and I just can't get enough of them. Yeah. I know he's over daddy, so we will never refer to him as daddy. I don't think we have. We will never refer to him as a daddy on this pod. He's <laughs> no, over No, I mean. But like, oh, what a I'm watching, a I have to, for, for Fix It, they're doing Wonder Woman 80, uh, 84. So I get to watch you him know, be a dad again. he's not bad in that. No, but yep. he's also and a dad. He's not bad in that. I know. Yeah. I know. And he's not even a dad in real life. Oh, I'm excited. I know. A couple more days. <clears throat> I know. What a, what a, what a, we're very spoiled this week. We really are. Well, nerds, I knew a few Jedi, you know, and we hope you had as much fun as we did and that you'll join us next week for another episode of The Bad Batch, The Mandalorian, and the season finale of The Last of Us. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow along on the shows, the show shows, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and for following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, may the force be with you. Oh, man, I really did want Bo-Katan to be like, I knew a, I knew a few Jedi, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> like, I want to just like list my favorite people. <laughs> just so many. And Ahsoka, we're really good friends, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, so good. <laughs>